0: Good morning everyone. Don't forget seminars are happening. First seminar coming up is going to be in just a few weeks in Pearson, Florida, November 4th and 5th. Problem-solving seminars. You can go to jeffgelmanseminars.com and it'll show you the schedule and you can actually buy tickets right then and there. Good morning, everybody. How are you? This is Training, Good morning, Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. How are you? This is the, of the Jeff Show, and I'm on every Monday through Wednesday. I'm sorry, I'm on every Monday. Through, today is Wednesday. Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I usually do single-topic shows, um, and then I will answer some questions, obviously about that topic. Don't forget, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the What Would Jeff to show. So there is one tonight. And that is a Q&A show where I answer um, uh, your questions. Travala is also there, and she answers a lot of the questions as well. We talk about uh, dog training. You can ask business questions, things like that as well. We have a new s- subscription membership service coming up. We launched that November 1st. We'll be getting everybody information on that very, very soon as far as how to sign up. And then if you're not on our mailing list, please go to Solid K9 Academy, Solid K9 Academy. Not only can you buy any of your courses there, which I would highly encourage you to do, there's some fantastic courses, but you can also sign up for an email list if you're not on there because folks get emailed things that nobody else knows about. So a lot of folks struggle mentally with their dogs. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. And it's, what's really interesting is this. Let's walk through this. You have people who are living with their dogs in a life that is just not fun. You're not enjoying it. You can't have people coming over because of the way your dog behaves, Barks all the time, rushes the people, jumps on people, maybe even bites people. You can't, the kids can't have any friends over. So you can't have any friends over, you, your kids can't have any friends over. Maybe you can't even leave the house because of your dog separation anxiety, which is a common issue. People actually can't leave the house. You can't bring your dogs places. Your dogs are so out of control, untrained, you can't bring them places. Dogs are massively overweight. getting diseases. They can't even walk around the block. We're seeing a lot of overweight dogs right now, but it's in a high 60 percentile of obesity out with dogs, which is really bad. See the same correlation with humans, which is also really bad. Um so obviously you're going through mental pain. That's very, very frustrating for owners. It's very frustrating for for families, for relationships, for everything. So you hate how that is. You don't like it. I don't know who would like that. Who would like that behavior from their dogs? I don't know who. If your dog is badly behaved, it's normal not to like it. It's normal to want to make it better. I would think you'd want to make things better if you're struggling with your dog. Now, when it comes time to training and rehabbing, a lot of your reward based training, which we do a ton of train obedience commands, that's really not that mentally troublesome. It's actually quite fun, very rewarding for both you and the dog. But that's a simpler part of the training. Harder part of the training for a lot of people is stopping unwanted behaviors. See, that's what's really weird is because that's where most trainers like myself who specialize in stopping unwanted behaviors, we get the most satisfaction. We get the most satisfaction because we know we're helping the dog and helping the family. Think about that. We're helping the dog and helping the family. And then also the most satisfaction is having the knowledge to help dogs and families. So we get immense satisfaction out of that. But owners are really struggling with the concept of stopping an unwanted behavior because it has to be done through corrections, applying punishers, which is only... Step one, proofing the dog on their obedience. Do that through the consequence for breaking the command, which is applying a puncture. And a lot of folks struggle with that. I mean, people struggle mentally getting their dog out of the bed. That's it. All you have to do, and you can get the dog out of the bed gently, gently. You can have the dog sleep next to you if you want to. We prefer out of the bedroom, but you could do it next to you on a nice bed. Think about it. It's sleeping in your bed, most likely, possibly interrupting your sleep prevent you from having sex with your partner or whomever you decide to bring home. But getting the dog out of your bed is a mental challenge. Think about that. Now, stopping aggression, people struggle with that. You Know that you can stop your dog from barking at the front door and from the front window in one to three seconds. In one to three seconds. It's not that difficult to do, no. Probably the punisher. A cotton towel can do it. You have a dog for years, let's say, for years, barking in your front window. This is probably the simplest one to stop and the simplest one that I think a lot of folks can relate to. Your dog is barking in the front window. You can't stand it. You tell me this. I can't stand when my dog does that. We don't even let the dog in parts of the house because the front windows are there and my dog barks. Okay. How long? Two years has been going on. Okay. Is there, over those two years, is there any time when your dog does it that you actually enjoy it? No. Eat it every time. How many barks have you? barking events have you had in the last two years well happens about five times a day okay so five times a day 365 days in the year what's that 15 18 25 1825 times Almost 2,000 times your dog has done this. Haven't been able to stop it. Need it every time. Two th- almost 2,000 times, just the barking alone has caused angst in you. Has messed up your wonderful flow of energy that we all try to create during the day. Increases our blood pressure, speeds up our heart. Makes us angry. gets us frustrated. Makes us yell. Makes us feel bad for yelling. Okay. And that's just one simple, that's just one of the dog's behaviors. How about if I told you that today with me blindfolded I could stop that in seconds. Blindfolded, I can stop it in seconds. One arm behind my back, I can stop it in seconds. My feet tied together in a canvas sack, with one arm tied behind my back and a blindfold on, I can stop it in seconds. Huh. Really, Jeff? Yeah, honestly, I could. That's how simple it is. You can really do that? No. I can do it. Okay, Jeff. Can I do it? Dog makes an audible. Oh, it was already making an audible. It was barking. Let's pick our audibles here. (laughs) Dog's barking its head out. So when you stop it, the dog might make it audible. You feel bad, really. So there's over two thousand times in the last year you haven't felt bad, but I stopped it and you feel bad. It's been going on for two years. That's four thousand times the dog has done this. Just, just this one behavior. You don't got ten unwanted behaviors. Just one of them. But I stopped it. Blindfolded, one arm tied behind my back, my feet tied together. And I'm in a canvas sack. And I stopped it. Wow. But the dog made me audible, but it stopped. And then the dog didn't do it again. The dog did not do it again. Problem solved. Huh. But an owner struggles with that one to three second protocol, even though it stopped the behavior. Why? Why? I struggle with the why, 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 why would somebody struggle with that? Are we not seeing the big picture? Not see the big picture that we solved a problem. We hated the problem for years. The problem was solved in seconds. we can't mentally handle it so we don't do it and we let the problem continue and we let our upsetness our stress our anxiety our arguing our, 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 our roller coaster emotions of a lot of negative things why why would you pick that why would you choose that option when you knew That there was a tried and true successful option that not just me, but many, many dog trainers can do in seconds. Many. If a dog trainer can't stop a dog from barking at the front window in seconds, I would question their effectiveness on stopping complicated things, more difficult things. It's simple to do. You know, I can, in every country, no matter what language the owners use with their dog, I can stop it. Think about that. Think about the effectiveness of a product, someone that has the skill set to do that. And it's not just me, but thousands of other trainers can do it as well. And if they can't, I would question their skills. Now, I would say the same thing about agility. If you can't train agility, I would question their training skills. No, I can't do agility. One of my clients ask me, nor do I have a need for it, nor do I want to do it. I'd rather stick to keeping pet dogs in homes, keeping them out of shelters. Agility is a whole separate skill set. Kudos to folks that do it. Why? Do we struggle emotionally with actually fixing problems? But we will bitch and complain over and over about the problem. Why? What is it? Think about that. And it is so easily stoppable. Because if you struggle with that and you have a dog with some dangerous behaviors, you're not ready to stop those behaviors. If you can't stop the dog mentally, it mentally bothers you to apply a Punisher to a dog, which is one to three seconds. It stops it from barking in the window. It's it's a highly efficient protocol. Well, you've got a dog that's leech reactive, good luck. Aggressive, good luck. Versus people at the front door, good luck. morning rumble how are you rumble today let's see what else do we have here yeah. hey instagram how are you a lot of people on instagram no questions yet feel free to ask your questions just type them in your chat box uh we've got our morning crew over on youtube and um facebook uh awesome good morning Avi. good morning Brittany. constant Snugglebuns. jw good morning holly good morning how are you Avi. Lately, I've been mentally struggling and out of sorts, because 80% of my family live in Israel, but the dogs have been super well-behaved. Are they being um, empathetic and the vibe in the house? Um, the number one, I definitely feel your struggle, and I also struggle um, with what's going on, and I struggle with, again, misinformation, lack of history, which I'm not gonna get into, but people need to go back mm-hmm. 3,000 years. We'll start then. Um, And this is a good, another great example of how the media manipulates the mind and the, and the narrative. Uh, as far as they're empathetic to the vibe in the house, maybe. Or maybe all, maybe all of your hard work is paid off focusing on other things and the dogs are actually better behaved than you thought Brian says good morning good morning Jackie um, why why do dogs have such power over people okay, that's a great question Jackie I love dogs yep that's the thing It's like people don't realize that you could actually hold your dog accountable but still love them people think that just because you apply a punishment to your dog, you don't like dogs. That's a common narrative. That's a common hate that I get. Oh, he stops. So I'll stop a dog from attacking another dog. But I'm the the abusive one. Huh, that's interesting. I've stopped a lot of dogs from attacking humans. Just think about that. I deal with a lot of human biting dogs. Dogs that bite children. I've seen dogs bite you know, under two years old. Dogs that bite adults, dogs that bite random people, dogs that attack other dogs. You know, I stop all that stuff. And I'm the bad guy. Why? Why am I the bad guy? Why not the dog? Why not the dog? Because the dog's going to die if I don't stop it. Think about that. The dog's going to die if I don't stop it. So if you truly cared about dogs, why are you hating on me? Why are you hating on all these trainers that help? we are saving dogs' lives. You think people in shelters are saving dogs' lives? Nah, they're just extending their death. Most of them, they're just extending their death. Oh no, we don't kill the dogs. Oh, okay. How long have some of the dogs been living in your shelter? Two years, three years, four years, five years. Ah, that's Like dogs who bite them are their families, but they, they're afraid of hurting the dog. What the heck, right? And if the, the funny thing is, you're not. Gonna, you don't need to hurt your dog. This hurting of the dog narrative is just a false narrative. But how many of us actually do get hurt from our dogs, like literally physically get hurt? Like you can have a dog as simple as, you can have a dog that pulls you down and you break something, sprain something, you're injured, it keeps you out of work, it costs you money to have fixed, just from a pulling dog. Well, wouldn't we want that pulling to stop? And why are we so concerned about how we did it? Your dog put you in the hospital. Do you think your dog gives a shit? And don't you want to have a well-behaved dog anyway? Gotta do it anyway. Might as well do it. Quit stopping you. What's stopping you from using extreme measures if necessary to keep your dog from attacking your children? What's stopping you? Do you actually want to live in a house where the dog is a danger to the kids? I don't recommend it. I recommend Stopping that behavior. Holly. Okay. Uh, my mom's dogs go crazy. Your mom's dogs go crazy at your dough every time she walks by them. My mom put the one dog on meds before allowing me to do anything. Well, how is that going to stop? Why do people think that? Putting a dog on meds stops a behavior. Has, does anybody know? I mean, there might be that dog out there, but does anybody know? Because I don't in 20 years, and I've worked with a lot of dogs and talked to a lot of people around the world. I do not know of any dog that has stopped a behavior to the point where they didn't need any training or any consequences. I don't know of any dog that has stopped any behavior. Then why are they, why are vets prescribing meds for behavior problems? Why? That's like we have a, we see a lot of overweight dogs. So you go to the vet and the vet says, oh, take, can I give your dog this medication? Oh, is it an appetite suppressant? No, Just take this medication. Oh, okay. Or exercise your dog, feed it less. Exercise your dog, feed it less. Your dog will lose weight, unless it has some medical condition. But I would say the majority of dogs are just fat because their owners feed them too much. So stop feeding your dog so much, condemning it to an early grave and medical issues, and keep your dog in shape. It's not that difficult to do. Well, my dogs always hungry. My dogs will are always hungry too. Meaning, if I put food in front of my dogs, they would always eat it. Your job, though, to not do that. I just fed my dogs this morning. They get a certain raw, so they get a certain amount of ounces a day. That's it. They're done. Boom. And so a doctor fixed it. Of course it did. Because that's how you properly do it. The meds didn't work, but effective training did. Huh? Go figure. I wonder if that's why people want dog training to be regulated, so that then Big Pharma can easily hijack the whole industry. Has anybody ever thought about that? I've already predicted it. I've already predicted it. Because big Pharma is going to own our whole industry. Big Pharma is going to own all the dog food companies, all the big box stores, All the vets, vet clinics, and then they're going to try like heck to control the dog training market. It's my prediction. There's a conspiracy over here, it gets a lot right. Dogs and utility, Billy, how are you? Good morning. And we said dogs that bite Secret Service. Yeah, that's just a habit. I'm not too concerned. I'm I'm never too concerned about the president's dog's behavior. I'm more concerned about the hundreds of millions of other family pet dogs out there that are struggling. Beth, thanks Jeff, followed through with the spray bottle with Pippo yesterday, he had a very obedient dog all day, yeah. So spray bottle is, make sure you're saying no first. I was like, the spray bottle is the good tonight. Obviously, maybe they feel guilty because they played a part in the creation of the behavior. Maybe, but it's there now and has to go. Like, yeah, I mean, there is that thought. I, I, I think that we absolutely have clients who have dogs that are definitely feeling like it's their fault. So I'm 57 years old. I'm going through a series of medical tests right now, and a a month ago, I went and I started down this journey, and so I got weighed. I'm like, Holy shit! And I changed my exercise and I go to the gym a lot, but I changed my exercise and eating habits and I eat really healthy. And I don't look overweight, but I wasn't happy with the weight I was at. So I decided to change things. Lost five pounds in two weeks. I'll lose another five pounds. And then I'll be, you know, maybe five more, It's like 15 pounds. Most people would have been happy with the first weight, but I wasn't. So I created it, but I didn't feel bad. I'm just like, oh, I actually feel happy. Oh, well, I created it. That means I can stop it. I get excited about stuff like that. So let's say we did create an unwanted behavior, but then we found out how to stop it. I can see a sense of uh, emotion that, yeah, well, you're responsible for it, but I also can see the sense of emotion of, oh, you can control the success of it. Because almost all bad behaviors are stoppable. That's the exciting part. Relatively quick, too. We're on Rumble says Allison says good morning. Just tune in to the replay of the first half. Thanks, Allison. Sweet jealousy on Instagram says good morning. Good morning. Thanks for, for being in on Instagram. We put up our first uh, the link will be going up today. The first video is up on Common Sense Talks with Jeff. It's a new podcast that I'm doing. Common Sense Talk with Jeff. If you're on Rumble, it's on Rumble exclusively. If you just go to Rumble, just look up Common Sense Talks with Jeff. I appreciate it if everybody joined that page. Because you need a certain amount of people to be members before you can get a lot of a little bit more exposure. So I need that. And to stream live if I ever want to stream live on that channel. Sid over on uh, YouTube. Good morning, Jeff Definitely Good morning, Jackie. True real life awful stories are her was a good achiever knocked over a toddler and broke his arm. Yep. A woman miscarried after her dog pulled her down. Too much excitement to be gained. Yeah. Think about that, Jackie. A dog pulled a woman down. And she lost the life of her child. Now, we don't know if it would have already happened. Someone could easily say that. But... People get into small fender benders or big car crashes and lose their child, right? From the impact. You fall down, that's a pretty good impact. Your dog dog just doesn't understand spatial awareness of your toddler, which was what we teach. It's easy to teach. and the dog broke the toddler's arm. Think about that. Do you know that that those parents most likely were taken into a room and interviewed by Child Protective Services? Most likely, most likely, if a toddler comes in with a broken arm and the parents say, oh, the dog knocked the toddler over, you know damn well Child Protective Services was there. You know damn well they were. Your dog's unwanted behavior got Child Protective Services called. Let's hope another injury does not happen to that child. Dog-related or not. about that think about that Uh, this is just jackie's input but i can contribute to that as well and so can thousands and thousands of other trainers and hundreds of thousands of families can contribute to that conversation about how the dogs just over excitement created injury or the breaking of household objects They were meaningful to the family. Certain plates, vases, artwork, statues. Dude, I stopped going to a vet that I've been taking George to his entire life. When they actually met Vader, she suggested I put him on medication and he never went back. Yeah. Vader doesn't need that. He's actually the Vader, is actually the star of our fearful dog course. It needs to be passing. It's not a once and done deal. Of course. Sandy, we talk about that every podcast. I don't think there's anybody on this podcast that thinks that it is. But it's not like you have to do drills, you just do life. When we, when we get a green dog in, we do tons of drills. We spend hundreds of hours on, specifically on training and rehab. But once the dog is now trained, now you just do life. You're not teaching the dog how to properly walk on a leash. You're just walking on a leash. You're not teaching the dog how to go to place. You're just like doing a podcast with your dog in place. That's just a spoon with our audience because we preach it every day. Every day. But it's not like you have to do drills. You just do it. It's sort of like learning how to use Excel spreadsheets and then in your job you use Excel spreadsheets. It's like, well, I just do this every day. Joelle learns a new piece of software for video editing. She has to like learn it through like trial and error, making mistakes, you know, watching more videos. But then she just Starts making videos with it, and it just gets better and better and better. But it's not like she's training, she's just doing. So at one point you can do, and the doing is the actual reinforcement. That's a given, that's a given. That's why we encourage people to do lots of stuff with their dogs. Jackie says, I don't know if child protective services was called, but these stories I've heard from uh, former training mentors took these awful incidents where people can train with them. Yeah, right here. Well, we see this all the time. We see this all the time. And all I can tell you is that if you go, you talk to any parent and if let's say their child fell and just hit its head, you go into child protective, uh, go to the hospital, usually you are taken aside out of the room with your child The child is asked questions and the parents are asked questions. It's very common. It's very common. And now, especially up in Canada and other states, and then there's states in the U.S. are asking the child about sexual orientation stuff and how they feel about it. They do that in schools as well. And in Canada, you can have your child taken away. That's another show. We have six dogs and they are all laying in place doing nothing. Excellent. As it should be because you're watching the show. And I imagine you're inside. That's an assumption. You might be outside watching it, but, but you're inside. That's what the dog should be doing. Lying down doing nothing. That's what households are for. Just hanging out. Most people have got dogs that just don't hang out inside. But that's what outside's for. Running around, inside, hang out, outside, run around. You're exactly, while you're working. Yeah. Uh, right after this, I've got two more. I've got uh, two online consults right after this. Logs will going to be linked out. So that's going to be three hours. Yeah. they'll get plenty of exercise today. we family pets. Right on. We have over here on Instagram. We have Stephanie tuning in from L.A. Good morning, Stephanie. Or Louisiana. I don't know if you were talking about the city or the state. Your way. Yeah, Stephanie, thanks for tuning in. All right, everybody on Rumble, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Don't forget Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy. Don't forget Jeff Gelman seminars. We've got a wonderful seminar in Pearson, Florida coming up. Problem-solving seminar, you bring your dog. No matter what the problem is with your dog, I'll stop it and then I'll give you a game plan to keep it going, and you'll learn a ton of things. It's on the 9 Academy for our online courses, membership program, online consults. We're really building that up in 2024. Patreon is closing down for us this month. Everything is being moved over to a our membership program, but it's going to be even better because the web will be involved in it Be covering some business, social media, everything. All right, everybody. Everybody have a fantastic day. We'll see you tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the What Would Jeff Do Show with Joelle. Everybody have a fantastic, productive day. Take care, everybody.